hello everyone welcome to the professional insights podcast thank you very much for listening and thank you to our sponsors brand boulevard at brandboulevard.ca if you need anything branded call them wow. I, 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 do they even have it i don't even think they have a tagline they have a, that rolled know. so good curry yeah, did it i think so let's just roll with it let's just roll with it perfect i i think curry um, you need um uh we're gonna need to work on johnny walker why because you've got the mirror behind you yes oh mirror. yes we should yes. we should yes well i'm brandon curry i'm jeff collins i'm josh bond and trevor lindy uh again everyone thank you very much for listening in and sharing care and uh there's some exciting new stuff coming down the pipeline for the professional insights podcast we'll um we'll let you know when we know so <laughs> how about that but on that note, um, this is more directed towards, I guess, Jeff, and then only because of a deals perspective, uh, uh, um, Josh and Trevor, but directed towards Jeff. Uh, there was an article that I read uh, probably third week in August when the numbers got released um, for Ontario specifically, Toronto is driving those numbers. Real estate is up. Now, today we are recording on September 3rd, 2020, and the news has come out that Toronto for the month of August is even higher for real estate. And we know that even in Niagara and, and in the GTHA and everything is just through the roof right now. You want to like take that? It, like, what is, what, like, what's go, like what's going on? I mean, I think I've, I've got my theories, but go ahead. I think I'd start with Trevor on that. I think it's kind of coming from all the, uh, um the incentives with the mortgages being so low that's that's where i find it coming from like i know covid sending people down here because they want to get away from busy spots but i think that's September a big one crazier than uh what's that i think that's a big one well but it's also low low interest rates right now right and then and, and people want to get away from busy cities and it's i'd say at least 50 percent of the people from out of niagara right now that are coming to niagara it's crazy like every day i'm talking to somebody from it I've well, got the biggest bags under my eyes in a while. I I've I had a referral from an agent that um, the the clients live in Toronto right now. Uh, West Village, I think, is where they are, and they um, uh, they're relocating here to Niagara because he just got word that he doesn't have to go back to the office. Yeah, once once they open back up and like the office even put things on hold. The office that he the company and the uh, app the office was considering like expanding pre COVID my wife's company, same thing. Their office was considering expanding pre COVID. And now they're like, well, we don't even need the space that we do have because going forward, everybody's going to still be remote. Right. So I've, I've got clients like that that are moving from GTA down here now. Any, any, um, so like, so Jeff, yeah. Like, so you said, if I heard you correctly, 50% of the calls that you are fielding are outside of the Niagara region right now. Mind you, like I build bungalows, right? So I'm almost, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm targeting. I like bungalows personally better, but the buying demographic is people that are probably, I don't know, 55 and older. And they're either getting ready for their next stage of life or they don't want the stairs. And they like the slower opportunity. Really what they're telling me is they're cashing out. So the most common scenario I have right now is, 
they're working in Toronto. They've lived there for 30 or 40 years. They have zero mortgage. They plan on selling their house between 1.2 and $1.8 million. They're going to buy a very similar type house, but a bungalow in Niagara that's brand spanking new because I build the house. So they're looking for that with me. They're going to bank five, $600,000, which that's where you might come into play to help them invest it and stuff like that. Um, and then they're going to have the house exactly the way they want to get it done. But they're making sure they're not going to spend every penny they got from from what they're they're selling their house for in GTA. They want to take a big, you know, they're almost making a part of their pension. Like that's the right. they want to work off of. And, and it's, I'd say the last five sales I've done for our bungalows are people from. Uh, we've got someone I'm talking to: Bracebridge, Brampton, Burling, uh, Burlington, um, um, Mississauga, Bradford, Mississauga. All these people are coming yeah. down, and, and you know it's it's almost the same scenario every time. Sometimes it's a single lady. Uh, we've had a single guy. A lot of uh, a lot of couples, and they're all retiring in the next year or two, and this is their plan. And the area they're like a house in Niagara, and all they're looking for is bungalows. And, and I find it weird because the majority of builders down here are building two stories. Maximizing square footage cost, right? Maximizing square footage because your cost for a foundation are less, your cost for a truss is less. Um, The crazy thing right now, building that like the lumber expenses are going through the roof right now. So I'm hearing stories of people who've bought from a builder and the builders are holding off because they can up to a year delay closing and they're holding off because costs went through the roof and they're like, you know what, we're going to start in spring instead of fall. So can I, I'm going to interrupt you right now, Jeff, and and it may be another podcast. So you like decide to punt this. I was talking to another builder. Well, we had uh, Darren Hendricks on the podcast. Yeah. I was talking to him the other day and he told me uh, homes by Hendricks, great home builder, nothing against bridge and quarry, but like he was a guest on the podcast and uh, he was telling me, Jeff, and if you can expand on that, that before he would get lumber, guarantees for like at least 15 days when he 90 ordered. days 90 days 90 and now it's going to nothing yeah that is said, a different topic though boys just i mean if we want to yeah. get into that we can get into that is it but, i mean okay. that, that's a whole other can in terms of the, the yeah, building, that, that's just the building, building materials and costs and tearing protection yeah. Yeah, that's a completely wow different topic. okay okay but yeah that's right, the big cool. change right now so literally i think september 1st was the last of our guarantee pricing wow wow but our next episode, we that could is going to make a yeah, that'd be great to talk. I think about. that might. Sure. I think we might do that. We went. We, I think that's just something that we have. You to said doo doo. <laughs> you do 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 do. Yeah, but like because especially with the aluminum tariffs coming now again, we're we're recording September third, twenty twenty. Right yep. now, there's aluminum tariffs happening uh, uh, from the U.S. <laughs> and also there's some soft wood lumber issues happening because we get all of our soft wood lumber from the u.s because of the the processing plants that are in the u.s pressure treated so, yeah you know what or pressure treated we'll, we'll 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 tackle that actually in another episode so um circle yeah, back so, to uh the, yeah. the market yeah i, I mean so, the market what do you what, josh what are you seeing I, i'm from what i understand i think a fair amount of uh toronto migration is, is directly re- i mean it was happening anyways i mean realistically there's always a little constant flow of toronto migration um a lot of times you're going to see seniors wanting to get away from the urban or uh from from the metropolis and out to a little bit more urban living but i think now as a result of the pan- COVID. This pandemic covid um I, I think you're seeing even more uh families wanting a larger footprint some more outdoor space and to be 
a healthy distance away from 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 the metropolis. I mean, just like our mentality is, right? I mean, well, you're still an hour away from GTA, so it's yeah. not like they're that far away, you know? No, they want more value for the dollar. That's what they're looking yes. for, and and I think. This was a, 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 a thing that pushed them over the, the edge was yes, the yes. pandemic. And as soon as it yes. came out of the pandemic, which was, oh my God, when was it? March, March, April, dead. Yeah. May, we got a little bit of, of um, um, courage to start. And then June, it was, okay, we're back to, to work. And, and then July was, oh my God, we're having a spring market. And August was even crazier. And September, I think, will be crazier in the last two months. And then I think October is going to be crazy. And I think November, it's going to be... Flu might be coming out here. What's going to happen? Everyone's going to be a little cautious in November, December. That's my read on the market. I don't know. So I think there's going to be a big rush to get this done before November, December. So, you, but you're not seeing a lot of. There's not inventory selling. So that's also what's driving up prices, correct? There's lots of inventory selling. There's not oh, any yeah. inventory. There's nothing. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a supply shortage right now. So that's where the builders coming. Seller's to play, market. Ideally, when people are buying, they want to buy in 30 to 60 days. You know, they want to move in 30, 45 days. But now people are looking, I want to move in spring next year. So that's when the building comes into play. So there's a lot of those buyers out there, but still the majority of buyers are 30 to 45 day closes. That's what they want. Yeah. I, I think the pre-planners are looking for longer closes. Though. I had three calls today where all revolving around how quick can I close? Yeah. Right that three calls all how quick can i close like i think that's going to be my leverage to win this deal well just to give you an idea my grandmother's house has been worked on for the last six months i'm listing it's a 2006 square foot bungalow in north st Catharines, fully gutted upstairs completely redone like to the nines unfinished basement i haven't listed it yet that i'm trying to figure out a time to do it i put a sale sign on the on the lawn Seven calls today. Not even on 2016. the internet. I think it's going to be I, I, crazier than that right now. Because you know, look at 2016 was really almost a price correction. Right. That's what happened. Right, right, right. right. Five That's, years of no price going up. Right. We've corrected. Now it's just, it's a lack of supply and it's a pandemic push to get to a, it, it, I, I don't think Niagara is going to be the same in five years. It's going to be so much no. busier. I agree. Like I think there's a push going from like St. Catharines, Niagara Falls to Ridgeway, Crystal Beach, Waynefleet, Fort Erie right now, because it's wait, like you drive there and you drive North St. Catharines, it's it's crazy. It's it's yeah. it's, it's jam-packed, you know, and, and it's it's they're looking at the population of Welland to go from I think it was like forty-one thousand or forty-five thousand into two thousand forty, almost doubling. Seriously, eh? That's what they're looking at right now. That's and crazy. If you look at the numbers across the whole municipalities in Niagara. Their numbers are all crazy like that, like, like 30, 30 to 50% increase in population in the next 20 years. And it's probably got a lot to do with COVID because right now the governments want to make up the money. Where do most municipalities get it? They get property taxes and permits, right? That's, that's yeah. the biggest cash flow for them. So they're pushing, like, they're pushing permits through right now. You're going to find public notice is going to be less and less because they want more subdivisions. They're making, they're making, they're making money. They got to go. Look what happened at uh, Daimler Parkway in Welland, right? Yeah. Where Which on one? the old Loch Daimler Parkway, Loch Ness Links, uh, old Hunters Point land there. Yeah, they, they nixed right? it, and literally two weeks later, they changed their mind. It's okay. We're yeah, going it came through. back. Fifteen hundred uh, houses. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and just so you guys know, uh, according to populations.city, Welland is presently as a 2020 sitting at 51,176. Okay. Wow. Yeah, no, I forget I mean, what they're, 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 they're talking about like 70, 75,000 by 2041. Yeah. Listen, Niagara, their whole region is a little gem. Yeah. Oh, no. For sure. It is. It is. It's For a sure. gem. I mean, you've got Niagara Falls. You've got, You've got the entertainment in Niagara as well. You've got oh, you've the got proximity the to Toronto, the states, states right, there. right? So and if you look so, at Niagara, you've got the Hamilton International Airport. You've got the Buffalo, but no one's using it right now. But if it's back to normal, I, I got. So I want I want to interject because I got a couple more questions. And so tre this is to Trevor and more more. So this is to Jeff and then to Trevor. Uh, what, but you're saying a fifty percent increase in in sales and what have you. Um, and I know you're looking down and you look disinterested, but to our viewers, you're actually fielding calls because you're actually taking calls before we even started recording. So oh, but yeah. I, usually you, usually you are an ass, but this actually is a reason why you are being <laughs> an ass. Um, Thanks for the one, buddy. Yeah, no problem. You're actually fielding calls. So my question is though, what, what's the price range that you're finding really hot right now? 500, 500 to 700. Really? Like, like gone? Like burning hot. My, mind you. That's a lot of my listings, but like, I just sold like like five like I had my busiest August in seventeen years this this last month, like probably I don't know six and a half million dollars of the sales. Now I sold nine eighty seven, uh, seven seventy five, five fifty, six hundred, seven hundred, seven twenty four on both ends of this stuff, like across the board. So really, it was anywhere from five hundred to I don't really dabble too much in the four hundred thousand below because you can't find them. Right. Like if I'm representing a buyer, like I've got three buyers right now looking and it's one of the ones that, you know, we can even talk about the money he made on a flip kind of like, like we all know him. You, you've worked with him, Simon, Trevor yep. and, and uh, Josh, yeah. you all work with him yeah. too. I know we'll probably go your way. I know, but young guys don't look at insurance and that's another topic we got to do. But um, I'm looking for houses and you're looking yesterday, no, two days ago, we bid on a house or we looked at a house. It was 315 complete gut job. Bleak gut job, okay? Not a thing that doesn't need to be touched on except for the bricks on the outside. So I phone, one offer on it, but they're not going to do offers till today. At 10 a.m., you have to register. 12 o'clock, we're going to look at it. So last night, I phoned the agent. How many offers you have? One offer still. And the agent's not going to tell you. They're going to tell you the day because they want to get you emotionally involved to it, so you're just going to commit to it, right? The object of it is an agent when you list them is to get as much as you can for it. And if you tactfully do it, when agents are very good at it, you know, they don't know how to hold off offers or tell you what to do. We so say, so what? Let's put an offer in. Wake up this morning to give it to them because I give them an 801 last night, which is an official form to register it. Wake up this morning, phone, what's going on? Seven offers. Seven offers. So, you know, at that point, what do you got to do, Trevor? Trying to get a deal. And we talked about it before I did it. What do no you financing. Yeah. No financing. People start no dropping lots. conditions. No, no inspection, no financing, no insurance, no nothing on it. And the lawyer's you know? freaking out. Oh. The lawyer loves it because there's going to be litigation after you, just, you know. See the mortgage guy's under hair the most stress probably because he's got to get it. See all the gray hair in the ponytail? Uh, <laughs> that all came from 2016. That's where this gray hair started. When the ponytail started. Is that COVID ponytail? That's co COVID. <laughs> The COVID do. The COVID do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I support the barber still. I'm trying not to give him work. Trevor doesn't want to do it, but 
I think we're going to try to raise They got used to no we'll, income. They got we'll used to having no income. Somebody. So. But, like, but, but to show you on the other side, and this is the best thing people have to understand about the market. One of my clients, and I'm not going to say his name, but one of my clients, we uh, bought a house for him last year, about 16 months ago. We bought it at $190,000. Last year, $190,000 waterproofing. It needs floors, windows, shingles, foundation, AC, ductwork, <laughs> deck, kitchen, bathroom, everything. You name it. This guy Pretty knows what he's doing. He can now. do it all. So he's at $190,000. I think he did $40,000 in purchase plus, right, Trevor? So he's yeah. about two thirty. dollars I think he kicked in a little bit more money. So he did about $50,000 worth of work in it in one year or, or 16 months, let's say. We listed, I told him at the beginning of time, 190, put in 40 grand, you're 230, we'll sell 300, we'll try to push 315, see what we can do. You know, you'll make a, a steady 80 grand in a year. And the nice part about that, it's tax-free because it's a, a primary residence. You know, there, there's a, an yeah. exemption for that. So yeah. it's, 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 it's good as you get 80 grand. You know, if he's making 40 grand a year and you're paying tax on money. that's two years of tax-free money, right? So we put it up for sale and I say, so-and-so market's a little hotter. I think I'm going to try 350. He's like, really? Let's try it. Let's try it. And I said, okay. So I go to his house about a week before closing, do this, do this, do this, do that, do that. Boom, move that, get rid of this, get rid of that. Tell him everything you got to do. Cause I got the secret formula, you know, just call me if you want to know it. Anyways. <laughs> so, so we get to the day of, I check the market one more time. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going 370 markets are through the roof. I don't want to leave any money on the table for you. I said, if we get anything over 350, it's gravy. It's showing great. I'll put professional photos in there. Let's do it. Put it up. The key, if you're strategically doing it, they have different ways right now when you're selling a house. And the common thread is no offers until. Okay. You guys have heard of this before? Yeah. You guys heard it? No offers until. So yeah, holding yeah, yeah, holding on. No offers war. until Tuesday at 6 p.m. Yeah, and most buyers war. see that and think it's a bidding war. That's exactly what you said. So you have to find a new way to do it. So the new way I do it, I put on 48 hours irrevocable. Okay. And what that means is after someone, anyone else has interest, I have to tell them there's an offer coming in. But I'm not trying to scare people off with the no offers until. As soon as people read that, it's a bidding war. They don't even want to deal with it. 100%. Okay. So 40 hour irrevocable, I get an offer in hand. So day one of the listing, we're at 269, 850. 850 is my tag number. We get an offer day of. 370. You know, my guy's like, oh my gosh, I'm 20 grand over list. Take it, take it. I'm like, just relax. And it's tough for this market to have patience and hold your thing because they could walk away from it. Boom. I tell the other agent, he goes, I'm giving you 100 bucks over list. I go, I don't care. You know the market. I say 48 hours. If you don't like it, you know, tough luck. We'll, we'll find another buyer. So I've got leverage. As a listing agent, I've got leverage. That's the seller's market. It's just leverage. That's it. Doesn't mean anything else other than leverage. I want, this I want this tough flex. Buy another house. But you got to do whatever your seller says. You can't have a financing condition. You can't have a um, uh, insurance condition. And you can't have an inspection. You just won't win. And what happens is they'll bid, they'll bid, they'll bid, they'll lose, and they'll lose to the cash offer every single time. Maybe for less money, too, because the seller has leverage. So they got to take it. So we hold in hand. Offers 48 hours. One day goes by, no other offers come in. The next day goes by. We're list. We're going to present it at what is it? Four o'clock that day. Three more offers come in. Actually, no, two more offers come in. So three total. So the second offer comes in. The first guy says, "I'm sitting still." The third offer comes in. The second guy says, "I want to adjust my offer." He adjusts his offer. Boom. 
and it ended up going about 18,000 over list. But from my mind and my seller's mind, we're at 315 to start the year, 350 where it's close to it, adjust to 369,850, show it perfectly, right formula and all that, because he did everything well and all that. So there's no like, cutting corners or anything like that. And then we have got another 18,000 over list. For a young guy, that's almost 40 grand in his pocket, tax free to go to the next one on top of the other money he made. So he's going to sit on a nice fat check of about, I think we, we calculate Trevor, but $120,000 to $130,000 tax free in the camp to go towards the next house to try it again. But the problem here is it's great when you're selling. Now we got to buy. Yeah. So we go through a house yesterday, walk downstairs, just look, listen to these numbers. It's about a, a 900 square foot house. Merrittville Highway in Welland. It's got a lot that's got a frontage of 120 and about 120 depth. Nice size lot. Good lot. Busier road. Double car garage. Needs to be gutted. What do you think the price is? Take a guess. 400 250 hmm. What do you think happens when it's listed at 250 Everybody's been way too and they're low. Trying, they're million, trying to million offers. It's a garbage house. So we walk in there. I go oh, through it okay. yesterday. Garbage house. We go and we can reeks of cat pee. And I go back home, three offers submitted already. So now he's buying in that market. He's buying in that market, right? Yeah. So I just found out on the one he went for, listed at 315. We put in 320 cash, no conditions, seven offers on it. It ended up going for 330. Wow. So we could have probably won another five grand and got it, but you do not know. So as an agent, you've got to advise him where you think it's going to be, what makes sense, what can you make money on, because that's what he's essentially trying to do. And you know what? Hindsight, we probably went, would have went 325, but I don't got that shot at it. It's sold firm. It's done. On to the next one. So what I have to tell my buyers in below $400,000 price range, we're going to have to bid on 10 to 12 houses probably before we get one and stick. Right. And you can't have a condition on any single of the bids, or we're not going to get it. And all it comes down to is how many bids are on it, and you can adjust your offer all the way up to close. If you've got no bids on it, boom, you're lucky to get it at a full price right now in that price range. Lucky. You know, and if you don't get it, say the person listing the house says no offers until there's there's a, a downside to that. Say you get zero offers on that day, guess what's happened to your price? You're sliding down, right? So you gotta be yeah. careful when you're setting that price. So Ultimately, as a Niagara agent, what I have to do is set what price I think is fair, maybe inflate it slightly, but if it's the right market value and you show it properly, you should get multiple offers on it right now. So and above that. 400000 in Niagara is impossible to buy. Good luck. No conditions. You can't have it. If you're between four and 500000 there might be a little flexibility if they're not priced right because people are greedy right now. And if the agents don't think it's right, it's going to sit. So you've got that two weeks to sell. From five to seven hundred thousand dollars, you're not necessarily getting multiple offers, but you can. You're getting, you know, maybe full price, maybe within five grand in the first two, three weeks after that, you know. And then you've got seven to about a million. And once again, if it's priced right, it's selling, but they sit a little bit longer, but they're not lasting longer than 30 days in the market right now. I just sold one that I thought was overpriced at 950. I, I wanted to list it at in Font Hill. My client said 990. I said, whatever, let's give it a shot. You know, the market's stupid. It's not what I would buy at, but you know, I'm not, I'm not the one representing my sellers. So we get an offer at 965. My people say, no way, 975. 
The guy comes back, says nine seven. I'm not taking it. So they walk over five thousand dollars. It's okay, whatever. I'm representing. I'm advising you. Put it back on the market. No, no showings for a week. Two weeks later, we get another offer coming on. They come in at nine hundred thousand dollars. Wow. I say you've got to be kidding me. We're listed at nine ninety. It's still the first month, right? And I say, you know what? Let's just sign back nine seventy eight. We signed back last time at that. You're acceptable with that? And they said, no, nope, it's too much. They wait the day. They wake up in the morning. Sell. Wow. So the nine seventy eight. So for me, it's twenty eight grand more yeah. than I thought market value was on it. And the only reason I got that is because I took three truckloads of furniture that I included for free, told them to get out of all their furniture that they had that I didn't like, and we stayed. Furniture sold the house. Yeah. Because the house needed to be freshly painted. Yeah. Stage it. Work on it. Right. But but people don't buy the house they buy furniture. But the furniture doesn't come with the house. So if the furniture looks good, it sells. So I'm doing another one where where I listed uh, my grandmother's house. And we did great work on it, but I just filled it with furniture. And that's going to go up as soon as I have a second to list it. And I'm going to hang on to my horses. I think I'll list it for tomorrow morning. Nice. That, wow. And that's the one I've got seven calls on with a, a sign on the lawn right now. Ontario's hot. Ontario's hot real estate-wise. Everywhere. Especially I don't know in how, how, how hot way up north is, but it's down here in Niagara. And GTA is too. And in between. Well, I can Gold. tell you, just being up in, uh, in Barry's Bay last week, it is it's still moving like there was one property i saw I go Blue up mountain collingwood Wasaga yeah. beach everything Crazy. is yeah Crazy. gold gold's high right so i heard silver's the next up. big thing too i think silver's supposed to be oh next jesus thing. don't even start with that kind of that's shit. what quest trade told me i was talking yeah. to him yesterday yeah. <laughs> yeah. great advice saved all kinds of money yeah what is it all robin right hood? well <laughs> i'm sure robin hood yeah, that's, that's the right one. <laughs> Actually, we're going to get into that at a later episode. We're going to get into that at a later episode. We'll talk about Purple Bricks and Quest Trade and uh, oh, yeah. 1-800-Lawyers. And uh, yeah. what, what do they have for real estate now? Real estate so, what, what do they got for mortgages? True Please. North Mortgages, Butler Mortgages. What's RBC uh, do? 60 Side seconds will get you. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> it's all the discounts in my world buried, buried in fine print. Yep. All right. Well, we'll we'll end this episode. Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening in. We really appreciate it. Um, please keep sharing and caring. Please go to brandboulevard.ca, our sponsors. We really appreciate that. Uh, my name is Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. Thanks, everybody. Hug a realtor. Help us. Help you stay informed. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. 
He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.